Episode 232 of the Hop Nation USA podcast. And we're back in studio for the first time and for fucking ever. Because, you know, holidays are over and the COVID is over for one of us personally. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. I don't know that I... It's, it's, it's still personal to me. It's still wrecking my life in general. Well, yeah, it's wrecking your life in general. and you don't. But you don't know if you had it or not because, you know, Joe Byron didn't send you your strips yet. So. Joe Byron. <laughs> Oh, I did. I did. I did order my strips through the USPS, though. Oh, good for you. So I'm going to get me some mail in a week or two. Got your four, and then maybe you can, you know, resell three and get a PS5. So (laughs) (laughs) the last time I went and and bought some at-home tests, I I went to my local CVS, and they had a whole box of them behind the counter. And the lady that was selling them was like, how many do you want? Like, I'll just take one. She just looked at me. Just one? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, just one. Yeah, I'll be fine. And then I walked out of the store and realized, yeah, I'm an idiot. Yeah, well, stock up, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> See, that should have been your first. That should have been your first clue that maybe you had COVID brain fog. Maybe I don't. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh fuck, they got me. <laughs> Wait a minute, <laughs> I could be hoarding these and reselling them. <laughs> I had ample opportunity. Yeah. No, nope, I'm gonna walk away. Boop, 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 happy <laughs> as a clam. No, ma'am, I only need one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a responsible citizen. <laughs> <laughs> that should have been the first clue. Yeah. But no, we are back uh, in person, as we should be. Yes. It's an episode of Classico. It's just me and Adam. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm Steve, of course, as always. Last week, we did Triannuary. We did. And some people were able to get the end, and some people weren't. <laughs> Triannuary. Yeah, you See? got it now. You got it now. Jen, <laughs> she missed it. <laughs> I know. I'm sure other people are missing it. That also might be a COVID brain fog test. <laughs> Can your friends say triannuary? <laughs> but uh, no, this week we're doing something different. We are. We're doing Iranuary. I uh, what? Iranuary. Iranuary. Yeah, we're doing Irish beers. <laughs> Iranuary. Iranuary. See, that's easy to say. Well, yeah, because it's kind of like a holiday in Iran. <laughs> <laughs> But it's not Iran, it's Irish, because we're doing Irish beers, Iranian. And we're going to do Irish beers for a couple reasons. One, everybody talks about pumpkin ale creep Mm -hmm. coming out in July. Well, now we're getting Patrick creep with Irish beers coming out in January. They're here. They're here. So we're going to do them. And, you know, that kind of puts us ahead of the curve. That's right. You know, we can review them now so you know what to drink later. (laughs) So, you know, because... Look, this is going to go one of two ways for March, right? Yeah. (laughs) We're either going to come back in a big way and have a great big St. Patrick's. Or it's not going to be one at all. Or we get a new variant in February, and so we better celebrate St. Patrick's now. (laughs) (laughs) Let's let's go with option one. Hey, you can do whatever. I mean, you know. (laughs) At this point, yeah. But let's not not dwell on that. Also, like, you're, you know, you're boosted, Mm -hmm. and I'll be boosted soon enough. So, I don't know. It's... Whatever for us, we kind of yeah. <laughs> I fear no variant, <laughs> and I had it, so like I'm basically invincible now. <laughs> That's how that works, I think. So that just means you're just gonna turn into like a T1000 anytime, you know, 
Kobe comes at you, it's just gonna right. Yeah, <laughs> it's just the same thing as like getting the flu now. <laughs> <laughs> just go about your business. Yeah, I just like I get sick for a bit, don't want to talk to anybody, and then <laughs> and then I'll come back. <laughs> uh, I don't want to joke about this anymore. Eh, it's... I just wanted to be part of the past. That's nah, fine to joke about it now. We're two years in. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> And I feel bad for the first beer that we have because they're going to have to follow this conversation. Ah, they're fine. They'll do well without us. Yes, they will. They don't need us. Because <laughs> they are an Irish original. Yeah. They are an Irish original. Uh, guess where they come from? Ireland. Yeah. 4.5% ABV, 11.2 fluid ounces, so you know it was imported. Uh, this is Smithick's Red Ale. Yeah. Or Smithwick's. If you're an idiot. <laughs> if you got the brain fog. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Can I get some of that Smith Wicks? <laughs> See, that honestly, that's kind of a good way to tell if people know what they're talking about. Hand them this. Yeah. What's this called? Right. <laughs> Smith Wicks. <laughs> it's Smith Wicks. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like there's a lot of people in the South, and I'm not trying to denigrate the South when I say this, but I think there's a lot of people in the South that would say Smith Wicks. Probably. I just don't think there's like a big Irish population. No, no, like there you, really isn't. Like you can you can do the Northeast, you can do Chicago, mm-hmm. and I think you know most of the Midwest in that area. Yeah, they're all going to get Smittics, but then like the people in the South are going to be call get one of them Smittwicks. <laughs> I feel like like Nashville or Nashville's Louisville, a good cutoff. Yeah, yeah, somewhere yeah. in that area is kind of the zone where things start to fade. Na- Nashville has a pretty good beer, like community and knowledge yeah, yeah. Knowledge so base. so going south and outside of nashville is when it starts getting into I'm looking at you murfreesboro <laughs> i don't drink none of that smith wicks bullshit <laughs> hey y'all they don't say that in tennessee do they not i don't know it's prove been, it it's been years since i've been there y'all. it's a fine state yeah they got that one thing they got the parthenon yeah they got the parthenon they got a uh, santa's trailer so mm-hmm. Good times. But yes, uh, Smithicks, they've been brewing for over 300 years. Let's drink it. If you haven't heard of it, now you have. I have. I don't know how you missed it. <laughs> kind of, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but maybe you're seeing it nowadays because uh, they definitely seem to have gone through one of those lazy rebranding. A little bit. Their labels have all taken on that uh, Adobe Illustrator. Oversimplification. Intro cor- yeah, intro course. <laughs> Which I can, you know what? I understand why, purely from an economic standpoint. Oh yeah, no, I, I get, I get why you do a brand, a rebrand. Mm-hmm. It's just I don't, I just, I just hate the current rebrand trend of making everything super simple, mm-hmm. of like super modernized and what is it, it like primary, yeah. primary colored, clean. Yeah, clean, but it's it's just laziness. It is. Like, well, not <laughs> only that, but when you have only primary colors, it's cheaper. Yeah. Yeah, it's all cheaper. That's all it is. <laughs> yeah, it's all cheaper to do, but yeah. it's also just like, I don't think it's that much cheaper because they're probably spending thousands upon thousands of dollars to hire either an artist or a marketing firm to do this for them. Mm-hmm. And that's what they get back. Yeah. Something, something <laughs> I do... As like trying to learn. <laughs> you do it, yeah. <laughs> On the reg. Right. I'm just like by myself trying to learn and then I'll do something <laughs> that looks very similar and I go, all right, you know, I guess. <laughs> yeah, if you, had, if you had presented these, you know, 20 years ago, you'd have been laughed out of the building. Right. But now, 
it's 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 the who the new hotness. Yeah, it's the it's the new wave, and it, it will get you to stick out for a little bit until everybody adopts the same. Mm-hmm. It's all cyclical. Yeah, so. it's like fashion. All fashion is cyclical. Fashion is crap. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a man that's waiting for his jinkos to come back into fashion. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> My wardrobe consists of five black shirts. <laughs> One gray shirt <laughs> and and various black pants. <laughs> That's it. I'm good. <laughs> oh man! When one of those gets a hole, I will replace it with the equal. <laughs> Is he from Beaver County? Is he a New York City fashionista? We may never know. <laughs> All right, let's open this one up. Yes, let's. We have this classic Spitix ale. The red ale. The red one. And yeah, it's got a nice reddish tinge to it. Reddish copper, I would say. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, very clear, very copper. Mm-hmm. I will say when you poured it out, it had a decent amount of head on it, too. Yeah. And good head retention as well. Yeah, good head retention. You would you would hope, you would hope a brewery that has been doing it for 300 years yes. has got their shit in line that, <laughs> like, it's just, it's not going to throw too many curveballs at you. No, it shouldn't. Which is the reason why we're doing this one at the beginning, because we have curveballs coming up. I know we do. I know we do. <laughs> yeah. And and let's be honest, uh, and on this show, there are a lot of times that we pass right past the classics. Right. You know. Oh, yeah. No, this is, this is going to be a classic style, and it's going to be a classic ale. Mm-hmm. And... It would do a disservice to this beer to drink it after the nonsense we will have later. Correct. Correct. <laughs> it's bad for your palate. <laughs> so, Smittix, you're welcome. You're welcome. We did this you one favor. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, on the nose, it's malty. On a taste, yeah, easy drinking red ale. Yeah, malty, inoffensive. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, nice, it, like a really nice, clean back end yes, finish it to it. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I'm trying to think of like the last red ale that I've really had, which is not common. I know it's not. And I'm trying to think of the same same thing for me. Yeah. It's not common and the the only one I'm come up coming up with is the Nosferatu, which is not a red ale. <laughs> uh, what do they call that? A red IPA now? They now they now call it a red IPA, but it was like a red ale for a while. Which is horse hockey if you ask me. Yeah. It's a lie and it's all marketing. <laughs> Do better, Great Lakes. Do better they are doing better they're, they're switching it up as they, as they need to sell more <laughs> that's true they are a business after all yeah they do like making money yeah Nosferatu is still very good though and very bitter and yes, it is Adam would hate it very much <laughs> I don't hate it hate it so the last red ale that you have had was the weeping radish red ale oh yeah that's right yeah but that one I don't count why not German that's true yeah that is true. Yeah, German, not not Irish. Well, I tried, man. I know. No, I, I mean, no. You're at, you were right, <laughs> but wrong. That's all. Well, <laughs> you well, got welcome to my life. Yeah, you were definitely right. Yeah, that that weeping radish red ale was the last one we had, and that one I remember like being a little bit drier. It was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This one it has a a skosh of dryness to it, mm-hmm. but nothing. You know. No. They, nothing obnoxious. No, everything is right down the middle. But, like, the best down the middle? Yeah. Because, like, if you... I mean, Red Ale is always one of those first home brews that everybody does as yes. well. And that ha- that can come out, like, too malty or too sweet or too a lot of other things. Mm-hmm. This one just hits everything. It has a little bit of sweetness, a little bit of dryness, a little bit of everything. 
there's a reason they've been brewing it for 300 years. Yeah, it, it works and it's inoffensive and nobody's going to hate it. Right. And you can feel free to drink it either now or anytime between now and St. Patrick's or after and who knows. Or who knows what's going to happen. Yeah. Nobody knows. That's why, you know what? For caution <laughs> of the wind. Everybody drink this beer. Everybody go buy Corvettes. <laughs> Doesn't matter anymore. Hell Yeah. <laughs> I've been reading. I've been reading too many economic reports about like that's what Zoomers are now. They're just like throwing money around. They're like, it's all fucking coming down. Who cares? It's, <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, good for them. You know, it's not wrong. Yeah, burn out the last bit of the match that you can. I guess. Yeah, exactly. Get your money's worth. <laughs> yeah, because your money's not going to be worth anything soon. Yeah, it's all going into crypto. Hell yeah, cryptos. We'll talk more about that. Really? Later. Later. Oh. Later. Okay. <laughs> yes. For now, though, let's do news, notes, and neat. Yes, let's. Hooray. This week, we are talking Iranuary, and it's Irish beers <laughs> in January. Iranuary. <laughs> Iranuary. I ran so far away, Uary. Uh, ah, you beat me to the flock of seagulls. A little quicker. But uh, we want to talk, though. Not of an Irish brewery, mm-hmm. but of a Scottish one. Yes. Our favorite one. Is it? <laughs> to dunk on. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real triumph, the comic. <laughs> <laughs> a real for me to poop on at that time. Uh, Brewdog, <sighs> back in the news again. 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 Welcome back. It's been six months. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, it's our first Brewdog <laughs> of 2022. <laughs> Set your watches, everyone. Yeah. Get it early. Get it often. (laughs) (laughs) Brewdog, apparently, in the early goings of 2016 and 2017, uh, and this would put it before the Columbus Tap opening, like, before they opened the Columbus Brewery. Correct. So this is when they're importing beer into the U.S. before the brewery in Columbus was up and going full scale. They apparently were importing beer that you weren't allowed to. Whoops. <laughs> and it wasn't by accident, allegedly. Allegedly on purpose, basically admitted to. That Yeah. Yeah. I had to throw that allegedly out there. Yeah. So that the lawyers. Sure. Not the. No, that's out there. Okay, yeah, let's sure. go. Whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, it was basically, it basically comes down to Elvish Juice. And Jet Black Heart, mm-hmm. two of their most popular brands. They were being imported into the U.S. And they were being imported using extracts that would not clear approval in America. Whoops. Yeah. So for, I mean, I'm sure everybody's heard like different stories about how like there's fucking sunscreen in the U.K. Mm-hmm. That isn't FDA approved, so we can't buy it here. And There's all kinds of things like that. Right. Well, that also goes for beer ingredients. And guess what? Yeah. Guess what? They were doing it. And then if you remember a couple months ago, sometime last year, there was a big story of like a whole bunch of employees came out against BrewDog Mm -hmm. because of like a culture of bullying and just, you know, like get it done. Do as we say, you know, regulation be damned. Well, this falls right in line with yeah. all of that. Guess what? There's more people on that list now. Yeah, there's more people on that list, and there's more evidence to it because it's just them saying, yeah, we don't care that you know we're breaking the law. Mm-hmm. Get, get it that, done. Get it out of here. Yeah. Get that beer over there. <laughs> we want our money. Exactly. We need to expand into America. Get that beer over there into yeah. America. Yeah. And uh, so they lied to the U.S. government, allegedly. And that is not going to be taken lightly. Um... 
It kind of will be. <laughs> it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be because it, what the thing is, the statute of limitations is up on this. Sons of bitches! They got away with it. Yeah. <laughs> it, it it apparently the statute of limitations on this is three years, mm. and the other side of it is. Brewdog might actually not have even been the one that would have gotten in trouble in it. Uh, what I was reading looks like it might be the distributors. That uh, the importer. The importer, not, yes. Not, not necessarily distributor, but like whoever was in, whoever was the firm that imports Correct. Brewdog at that time. Correct. They would have gotten in trouble because it's their job to do the due diligence mm -hmm. of checking the product, which I think is bullshit because the thing is they were just straight up lying about the product. Right, exactly. <laughs> So what one thing that I, you you had mentioned that the statute of limitations had expired. Mm -hmm. So I was reading uh, the article that I was reading was on the BBC. Okay, and it was mentioned that uh, who's his name Jeff Watts or what, James Watts James Watts yeah. what it, yeah uh, that it he said that they had self reported this issue. I'm curious the time frame of when it was self reported. Yeah, was it self reported? After the statute of limitations was up, where there was going to be no consequences, probably, <laughs> but they could try to say, "Well, hey, you know what? We're being the good guy here. Yeah, you know, we're trying to be on the up and up." Yeah, and like there, it, there was also like he was saying that, "Well, we paid all the import tax. We did everything else right. Mm -hmm. We just took this one little shortcut." But like that one little shortcut is right before they made a move into a large market of America. Mm -hmm. And so you can look at everything that they've done since 2016 and you can question like how much of that is just ill-gotten gain. It's built on a house of lies. Yeah. Well, it's all built on a house <laughs> of lies. But it's like how much of their business that they've done since 2016 is all ill-gotten gain from mm -hmm. lying to importers to treating uh, employees the way they do to... In to the stories we heard of, like, the way they steal ideas, mm. allegedly. <laughs> yes. I, and all of that being said, I don't think they need to be on our show anymore. Oh, no. And I they mean, haven't for a while. No, they haven't as, like, a beer that we've reviewed, but right. we will continue to dunk on them as we can. Well, <laughs> when they deserve it. Yeah, when they deserve when it. When they deserve it. I, yeah. I do want to put that out there. Uh, they deserve it a lot. Yeah, they deserve it a lot. I'm so, not gonna. I'm not gonna make stories up. No, absolutely not. <laughs> I got more than enough. <laughs> See, and that's kind of the mindset that I I have taken mm -hmm. with with Brewdog is I simply don't care. Yeah. Until they give me a reason to care. Yeah. And the, the last several times they've given me a reason to care was not a good reason. No, they're they're so despicable in a way that like I have drank beers mm. from other macro-owned companies, mm -hmm. and I'm willing to drink those beers a lot faster than I am BrewDog. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I know what you're saying, and I know how you're saying it, and yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I, I was trying to say it in a way that I didn't name the, the macro-owned breweries. Simply because I don't want to give them any good press. Yeah, <laughs> I still don't like them, but I still will try a beer every now and then from <laughs> going down to the old Duck Peninsula. Yeah, <laughs> which hopefully everybody's just like, oh, he's just drinking Bourbon County Stout. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like maybe, <laughs> but you know, it's Brewdog is just like they're despicable in their practices, like all the time. Mm -hmm. So it's like it's not a one off. Yeah, it's not a one off, and it's just like they don't ever seem to learn, and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's stop talking about them. Well, I, the one the one note I just wanted to close out on this is the this this story is coming out mm. because there is a larger expose. 
yes. coming out on the BBC. And on the Netflix. Yeah, which is it's like uh, the truth about Brewdog, full disclosure or something like that. And it's releasing uh, January 24th, which is Monday, if you're listening to this on a Friday. As you should. Yeah. And yes, it is. Yeah. So, Doing the mental math here. Yeah, you got it. So, yeah, I mean, you can check it out. Maybe some more terrible stories will come out about Brewdog and whatever. And yeah. Well, yeah. Well, let, let the uh, investigative reporters do that. Yeah. Don't, yeah. <laughs> Once you're done listening to us, then go watch them. Yeah. If there's anything good in there, you know, we'll maybe revisit that next week or mm, two weeks from now. Two weeks from now. Yeah. We have a guest next yeah, week. We, Never we mind. <laughs> Never mind. Spoiler. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's it. Brewdog still sucks. Moving on. Mm. <laughs> news that isn't news. <laughs> <laughs> It's a note. <laughs> <laughs> it's a note at this yeah. point. Uh, but uh, this is uh, solidly in the neat category. Uh, but Larry Bell of Bell's Brewery up there in uh, old Michigan, uh, he has officially retired and Bell's has brewed uh, his last beer. Uh, they are brewing Larry's last Imperial Oatmeal Stout. Uh, it's going to be a 10% oatmeal stout. Uh, it's going to be available only uh, in their general store and at their tap house. Uh, this is this is just a quick hitter. I uh, just kind of want to send some, you know, congratulations to Larry Bell. The dude went like thirty-seven years. Yeah, <laughs> with his his brewery, right? And he's cashing out. Yeah, it's a success. It is. <laughs> it is. Um, is there? Did they mention any reason why specifically it was just going to be an imperial oatmeal stout? They didn't actually. Okay, just because I remember they their uh, last year they released his like his first brew. Mm-hmm. As like an anniversary brew. Right. So I was just wondering if there was maybe a story attached to it. Uh, if there was, I didn't find it. Okay. So, yeah. But uh, it is the type of beer that I would like to try. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> with Bell's, Bell's is one of those, you know, I don't want to say shelfy because that sounds a bit derogatory, but it is. It's a bit of a shelfy beer. But you hand me a Bell's Oberon, I'll get down on it. That's the thing. It, mm, I, I don't want to call it a shelfy, and I won't. <laughs> but, and, and that's why I kind of struggle with it, too. Yeah, Bell's I, makes good beer. They make they make very good beer, and like you were saying, Oberon, mm-hmm. that flies off shelves. Yeah. Two-hearted. Doesn't fly off for you. That's why you're not thinking. I know. <laughs> you're not thinking properly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking properly for me. Yeah. Two-hearted is always something. If I have five and a mix of six, mm-hmm. two-hearted will be six. That makes sense. If I can't find, you know, if I can't find a six. It's a good capstone. Yeah. Good round like, off. It's like, well... I know I like this. Bloop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like if Nimble Giant and Nugget Nectar aren't around or, you know, <laughs> just like, okay, here we go. Get me a two-hearted. Yeah. Call it good. Um, so, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't call them a, a full shelfie. There are just some things that, like, I don't have interest in, but that's mm-hmm. like every company. <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, so I just wanted to uh, extend our congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. You did it. Congrats. You did it in a way that a lot of people can just respect because... You had a full career, and mm-hmm. now it's over, and now nobody's gonna have to like follow in your shoes. Right? It'll just be some amorphous company, and yeah. then people can appreciate it or not <laughs> that way. Ride off into the sunset. Yeah, it's like, oh well, whatever. Dave Thomas is dead. Jeez. <laughs> Long live Dave Thomas. <laughs> uh, but yes, yeah. So, uh, congrats to Larry. Congrats to Bells. I guess at large. Yeah, they made their money. They're going. They're moving on. So, and we're also moving on. Okay. Did you have something? I did. Okay. What you yeah. Got? Uh, looking to the future of beer. The future. Uh, let's see. We saw the collapse of seltzer in 2021. We did. So we got to find what's on the rise. What's coming next? 
What is coming next, Steve? It's mushroom beers, everybody. Is it? <laughs> According to some fucking financial blog I read. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that was the name of the website. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be awesome if it was. If, if it's not, it will be mine soon. <laughs> So what's the story with the mushroom beers? So mushroom beers are on the rise because uh, people are looking for, you know, new ways to market beer, obviously. Mm -hmm. They're looking for new solutions. And a lot of mushroom beers are coming into the, they have this homeopathic, homeostasis quality about them that a lot of people recognize. Kind of a, uh, like a, com what is that, a kombucha kind of? Right. Right. Kind of a vibe going there? Yeah. Okay. And and just before I go further, when I'm talking mushrooms, I'm talking just like portachinis, portobellos. Yeah. You know, lion's mane. I'm not talking fucking stuff that'll make you, you know, trip. Right. You're, you're talking whole foods, mushrooms. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm not talking psilocybin beers on the rise. <laughs> they could be in the future, but... Heard no. it here first. No, I'm just talking straight up just regular old cooking mushroom beers. The the financial blog I was reading, they're doing like projections and assessments mm -hmm. and they're looking, you know, the next 10 years that mushroom beers could be the the next come up. And What was their explanation behind that? So their reasoning behind it is one the the one I already gave about mm -hmm. the the mushroom uh just kind of mushroom drinks in general. Are coming more into fashion. Okay. Like, have you seen mud water? Yes. Mud water is that's a mushroom. Oh, okay. Yeah, that that's a mushroom drink. Oh, all right. Yeah, I didn't know that. See, <laughs> all right then. But like, they they carry this they carry this buzz phrase of uh, adaptogenic. What? Okay. So adaptogenic herbs and mushrooms are things that supposedly have the ability to reduce stress and maintain homeostasis within your body. So like, protect you from other things. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a buzzword. It kind of is. There, it's. I would say it's CBD's less proven brother. <laughs> <laughs> and like personally, CBD doesn't do shit for me. So. <laughs> so what are you gonna do? Mushrooms. Right. So yeah, it, it's just one of those old medicine type things. Like we used to make poultices out of mushrooms and moss. <laughs> So obviously, if we put it in drinks, it's got to be great, right? I guess. I, yeah. I mean, I, I, I can't judge because I haven't had. Right. So the other, the, kind of the two other factors that uh, weigh into this, which make it more appealing mm -hmm. to those who aren't just looking for like health drinks or whatever, the ones that are being produced now, most of them are being produced low ABV. Okay. Uh, and they also just generally have like a new flavor profile. Okay. You know, they, they and that's that's probably more driving than anything else. I assume it's more of like a like an herbally or a yeah, herbally earthy. Okay. Just and just like all kinds of things. Like there's even mushrooms that provide like almost like candy like flavors. Oh. Yeah, they're they're called candy caps and they're actually in beer now. Rogue makes a beer called Santa's Private Reserve. Okay. And they make it with candy cap beers and it comes off with like a maple flavor. I did not know that. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So there, there there are mushroom beers in the market in America right now. Those aren't the ones that we're kind of talking about right now because mm -hmm. they they are produced by larger breweries and they're more like one-offs. Yeah. There's another one that I think is like uh uh Beer de Garde du Chantel, which I can't remember who did that, but it's, you know, it's a Beer de Garde made with Chantel mm -hmm. mushrooms. Um the company that we're kind of talking about as far as hitting all those notes of being like an ap uh, adaptogenic mm -hmm. marketed and low ABV. 
there's a brewery in England right now. And it's called Functin. Functin? Yeah. F-U-N-G-T-N. Functin. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Functin. Yeah, Functin. That is a fun word to say. It's a fun word. Um, But uh, yeah, they, they produce three beers right now. And they, they are made in beer styles. I, and that was going to be my next question is Functin, number one great word. Yeah. Uh, is that all that they are doing or are they kind of branching into this? Yeah, no, I th- that's all they're doing. Okay. So like from what I what I gleaned from their website was like they're making three beer styles right now. Okay. With three different mushroom styles. Gotcha. And they're just, you know, this is their kind of test case at the moment. They have like an IPA made with Lion's Mane and then a couple others. All right. So, yeah. So it sounds like it's a legitimate effort rather than just one of those some fly-by-night operations. Right, right. Yeah, okay. again, they're they're making, they're trying to make their way into the market the same way Mudwater is mm-hmm. essentially competing with coffee. Yeah. They are trying to compete with beer and seltzer and, you know, mm-hmm. alcoholic beverages, but they're also of the lower ABV. So when you say lower, are you talking like five and below or like three and below? I think these actually, I think the function ones actually qualify as non. I think oh, the, I think okay. they're 0.5. Oh, okay. All yeah. right. But I believe there are other ones out there that are more shooting the that kombucha two to four. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's reasonable. Yeah. The 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 candy cap one that I mentioned from Rogue though, mm-hmm. I think is like seven. It's that surprise. <laughs> so like there are ones that are just legit fucking big beers out right, there. Right. So. <laughs> All right. That seems yeah. reasonable. So yeah, just I don't know, something to be on the look for out on the rise. I don't know that we have I think there may be one or two companies in America that are doing it, but I think they're real early stages. Mm-hmm. So I, I and I'm sure that anybody that starts doing it in America is going to start it as an experimental for a beer fest or something like that. You know, mm-hmm. do one keg, two keg. Yeah. Just to see how the general audience takes to it. Right. Yeah, it'll I mean, it'll probably start at the homebrew level. So mm-hmm. <laughs> be on the lookout for that and then we'll see we'll see if you know how much they grow. So I'm thinking, uh, yeah, Beers of the Berg 2023, there's going to be mushroom beers. <laughs> I wonder. I mean. Or North Hills Homebrew Fest 2022. Mushroom well, beers. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm not putting us down for brewing a mushroom I'm beer. I'm not doing it either. Heck no. Well, then don't say no, because now I want to do it. Oh, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> anytime, anytime you're like, I don't want to do that. It just makes me want to do it. <laughs> Um, That's good to know. No, what I was what I was thinking of is the uh, the gluten aspect of these. Ah, and is this something that Orox could dip their toes into? Mm, maybe because, because if it's if they still remain gluten free, I don't see why they couldn't. Yeah, huh. dear Orox, get at us, <laughs> dear Orox. Have you considered adaptogenic mushroom beers? <laughs> I mean, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I can see them doing that. Yeah, why not? It, I mean, it opens up another market side to them, so who mm-hmm. knows? And speaking of, of opening markets, uh-huh. the Pennsylvania Department of Agriculture. Guess what they're doing? Hanging out at Market District? I mean, yeah, don't, don't <laughs> you? But no, they are seeking proposals for up to $2 million in funding for projects in the state of Pennsylvania oh. to increase sales, quality, and production of Pennsylvania wine, beer, and ciders. Mm. So if you have an idea and you only need $2 million only That's on, not bad. on how to produce better <laughs> beer in mm. the state of Pennsylvania, 
<laughs> Get at them Aggies. I got a proposal for you. What's that? My butt in your face. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want you to send that in. <laughs> Are we? Did we just get bully mail? What's that whole thing? <laughs> did somebody just bully us with a handwritten <laughs> note in 2022? What the fuck? <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I feel that there is opportunity there for us to uh, get us a two million dollar grant. Not even a loan, a grant. Yeah, that's that. You don't pay that back, I don't think. No, I'm not going to. <laughs> Heck no, <laughs> we lost this. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Oops, you do. <laughs> this sounds like a lesson for you, Pennsylvania Department of Agriculture. That'll teach you. <laughs> you shouldn't have given us the money. <laughs> but yes, they are looking for proposals. They are due February 11th. Oh, damn. So you got time. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> so if you want to, you know, start a whirlwind tour of Pennsylvania where, you know, you just get a Porsche Panamera and you put, you know, breweries in PA, put a sticker on the side, just yeah. go drink beers right. for a year for a cool <laughs> two million. Have at it. Throw your hat in the ring. Yeah. That's a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> just, just tangential to that. I saw somebody on like Twitter ask if you had $10 million, how would you market your podcast? And I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, completely stupid. <laughs> it's like my immediate thought was, well, I would spend half a million on a Rolls Royce Phantom <laughs> and then probably 80 bucks on a megaphone and then still have eight, <laughs> still have nine and a half million dollars. Right. <laughs> well, see, the dumb thing is with that is, it would work because at some point in time, you would become so obnoxious yeah. that the cops would be called. Yeah. And when the cops are called, that becomes a news story. Right. And then the local news media takes care of the rest for you. Yeah. You make you make people make you the story. Right. <laughs> You're on TikTok and everybody goes, oh, there goes that motherfucker again in his Rolls Royce Phantom screaming about his podcast. Exactly. <laughs> And that's and then you just get more money that way. Yeah, you just get more money. You just keep driving. You have nine and a half <laughs> <laughs> to eventually escape the country as everybody <laughs> wants you dead. <laughs> so again, you can do something similar and get two million from the state of P Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you know, like buy a nice car and then just drive to breweries and scream at them and say, "Do better." <laughs> And then that's how you improve the quality of beer. Just a bully tour. Yeah, just a bully tour. <laughs> just go around bullying people across Pennsylvania. <laughs> All right, I'm going to write that one down in, in pen. <laughs> uh, so that's all I've got for the news notes in the meat. Yeah, I'm good, too. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of good, what do you think of this, Smithix? Yeah, fine, drinkable beer. This, mm -hmm. is, this is something that if we were in the middle of actual St. Patrick's Day, mm -hmm. this is something I would definitely use to edge back and break up yes whatever the fuck else i'm getting into <laughs> which is usually a lot of jmo and genders and uh yeah yeah this is good for a, a steady state yeah you know kind of ease a little bit yeah coast yeah yeah <laughs> you pick a bar that you find that has smitics on tap mm -hmm. and, comfortable stools yeah <laughs> <laughs> and like you say hey if i'm not gonna have some guinness you know because being why yeah, that's you, in 7 a.m. Yeah. Why would you why would you not be drinking Guinness on St. Patrick's? Why wouldn't you? But if you weren't. <laughs> right. Yeah, I have a Smittics. Yeah, if you're if you're still one of those, you know, 55-year-old boomers who still think fucking dark beer has more uh 
carbs in it or whatever. I don't know. Calories. You're looking for calories. Calories or just it's heavy. Whatever the dumb shit you believe. <laughs> <laughs> it's wrong. Just have asthmatics. Have asthmatics. <laughs> so with that, uh, yeah, I agree. I like it. I'll, you know, I'll grab a grab a Smittix here and there. Uh, but it's nice to have some of the old classics on the show once in a while. We yeah. haven't done that a lot. So we did it. We reset the clock. They're good for you, mm-hmm. the listener. <laughs> now it's time to get into the bullshit. <laughs> I don't know what we're doing next, so I'm strapping in just like everybody else. We're doing Iranuary. <laughs> good Lord. And it's more Irish beers. <laughs> With that, we will be right back. First Sip Brew Box is a one-of-a-kind subscription service for craft beer lovers based right here in Pittsburgh. Every month, First Sip will send you a box full of craft beer enthusiast essentials, including t-shirts, glassware, and even food. Right now, our friends at First Sip Brew Box have an offer for you. Just sign up for a three-month subscription and get your fourth month free. Just enter the code HOPUSA when you sign up at firstsipbrewbox.com. That's H-O-P-U-S-A at checkout to get your fourth month free at firstsipbrewbox.com. Dot com. Welcome back to episode 232 of the Hob Nation USA podcast. We're in the middle of Iranuary. <laughs> it's segment two. And I've got a quote Irish beer. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not from Ireland. No. From America, where a bunch of Irish live. But breath beyond. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are we not doing that? Oh, all right. Oh, no, I'm laughing at something else. All right. (laughs) Maybe you'll hear it. Maybe you won't. (laughs) (laughs) I have from the Southern Tier Brewing Company. Mm -hmm. This is, I believe this is new for this year. Uh, It is their Irish cream stout. Okay, then. Yeah, it's it's meant to mimic Irish cream or an Irish coffee, really. All right, I'm on board with that. Yeah, it. It is supposed to feature notes of vanilla beans, mm-hmm. ground coffee, mm-hmm. Irish whiskey, mm-hmm. and have a creamy finish. Okay. So, <laughs> it's supposed to. <laughs> One thing I'm noticing, it says it's supposed to have a creamy finish, but it is not nitro. Yeah, this is a, this is kind of a strange thing because they've been putting a lot of things on nitro, but also it seems like they've pulled back on nitro pretty recently. I wonder why. I wonder if there's a nitro shortage. <laughs> nitro shortage or just cost thing. Mm-hmm. Like, guess who gets to suffer? The consumer. I guess so. <laughs> and, and again, maybe because it's new, like new, 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 they weren't confident enough to put it in a nitro can to start with maybe but you would figure something like this probably would have gone through a tap room or something first you'd think maybe here's another here's another possibility i'm listening nitro does dilute flavors ah okay all right and then maybe it just didn't have the same pop maybe just the flavors that they wanted they are the experts compared to us we're just the idiots at the end of the bottle yeah so uh, yeah, we're going to check this out. Okay. But it does come in at 5.8%, so it's also, you know, a little lighter. Okay. It's not, it's not a, it's not, they, again, they've been running a lot of those big mm-hmm. 10%. Yes. And 8% through the nitro. Yes. Maybe nitro isn't, you know, conducive for this five and 5.8. I, w- I can only imagine that they tried it once. Probably. I probably. only imagine that. <laughs> they got a big enough facility. They do. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, let's open it up and... Get let's into it. See what's happening. All right. So, you know, 
the standard. Mm-hmm. It's 2022, and this looks like a stout. <laughs> yes, it does. Yeah. It did have a nice, uh, like, lighter-than-tan head on it. It did. So, mm-hmm. yeah. On the nose, though, interesting nose. Yeah. I, I am picking up a little bit of the cream. Yeah, it, smell, it smells like cheap Baileys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, not not to be derogatory, but it doesn't smell full-on like Baileys, but it's no. it's like... Uncanny Valley Baileys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where you know what it's supposed to be. Cosplay Baileys. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Not bad. Yeah. Not bad. I don't hate it. I don't hate it, and I can see why you wouldn't put it on nitro, because that's a lot of subtle flavor. It is. Yes. I get it now. So, sorry, Southern Tier. I'm not going to take back what I said, but I understand why you did what you did. Yeah. I'm not getting... I'm getting a bitterness that would be of coffee, but I don't get like coffee flavor. Mm. It's a lot more sweet. I, I understand what you're saying. Almost like a flavored coffee. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Or like almost like they could have did it without coffee and just used various roasted barleys. Mm. And it it, it kind of reminds me of, uh, yeah, just coffee with a little too much creamer in it. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what, what yeah. I'm getting. Yeah. 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 This is definitely, this is a lot of creamer. <laughs> This is it is especially for me, and I usually have creamer in my coffee, and I know that you don't. Uh, you know, I'm here and there sometimes. Really? Yeah, it depends. Depends on my mood. <laughs> fair, fair. Yeah, like I, I I enjoy an oat milk. Okay. Yeah. See, I just always thought you were a black coffee guy. I mean, it depends on the day. Hmm. Yeah. So let me ask. <laughs> let me ask this question. Yeah. What determines the the creamer in the coffee? Good day or bad day? No, it really isn't anything. It's just like, what does my taste buds want? Oh, just whatever you're vibing on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, right. it's literally just vibes, y'all. Okay. <laughs> it's vibes all the way down. Yeah, it's vibes all the way down. I mean, it's also because, like, I have, like, fucking goof-ass gourmet coffee. Yeah, and you don't want to ruin that with... Right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't necessarily want to ruin it sometimes, or sometimes it's just so goofy on its own that it doesn't need anything. That's fair. Like, the one I've been on recently... Um, by like the Bones Coffee. Okay, is from uh, I think it's from from Dust Till Dawn or something. From Dust Till Donuts. Okay, and, right. it, and it's jelly donut flavored coffee. Okay, all right. It doesn't need any <laughs> other else in it. <laughs> I, it doesn't need any sugar or creamer or anything. Where did you get that? Internet. Oh, I do got a lot of neat stuff on that internet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, it it tastes. It's just like a. It's a coffee that has a real strong raspberry flavor to it. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, it's great, and just like as on its own black, mm-hmm. it tastes like like almost like a, one of the hitchhiker next to the normals. Oh shit! All yeah. right, I'm about to get on that. Yeah, it's fucking great. Yeah, because I, I all I have I just have some Starbucks right now because it was on deep discount. Yeah. At the market district. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'll get this. I don't mind. Yeah. I'll pay half price. <laughs> <laughs> See, now if I'm drinking Dunkin', mm-hmm. Dunkin's coffee is kind of shit. <laughs> well, yeah. And that's why I'll gussy it up with a little bit of, you know, peppermint or coconut mm-hmm. or oat milk. You know, yeah. you, you give it a little extra because it's like dog shit otherwise. Yeah. But it's still, you know, coffee. <laughs> I, I have heard that McDonald's actually has decent coffee. Not necessarily good coffee, mm-hmm. but decent coffee. That could be. Because I, they had they had purchased the the coffee uh, or got the rights of the roaster from somebody, and it wasn't Duncan, right? Maybe it was Starbucks. Mm. But they they bought the rights to another well known roaster. Oh, okay. I think Burger King bought Tim Hortons. Uh yes, because they're under the same Brazilian umbrella. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, I know that and one. And that's why Tim Hortons went the shit. <laughs> 
Ask any Canadian. You don't talk bad about the Kierker being. <laughs> <laughs> there will be words. <laughs> we'll be throwing hands later on. I'm a shit in all the bad troops. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, just quickly back to this beer. We fucking wandered off. We did go on. <laughs> Talking about coffee. Coffee talk. <laughs> yeah. uh, we got a little verklempt. This way, yeah, it's fine. It's um, it's a little too sweet to be something you would drink all day at St. Patrick's Day. Correct. But maybe get it in early for a little fun treat with your Irish coffee. Uh, I would think either with the Irish coffee or someone is going and doing rounds of drinks. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Yeah. I'm not gonna say because <laughs> I don't want to say it. <laughs> it's yeah. It's uh, I. Yeah, I don't know. It, it doesn't have. I don't feel like it has like a lot of utility on St. Patrick's. No, but I could see a lot of people drinking it. I could see. Yeah, I could see a lot of people drinking it around the time. Yes, and if maybe. I mean, I don't have plans on going out. No, no. <laughs> maybe I will though. Who knows? Because you know, I haven't had a St. Patrick's Day in how many years? But then also, do I really need one? No, none of us do. <laughs> so it's one of the, one one or the other. <laughs> But uh, yeah, if you, I could see if you're not going out, you could have this as like a dessert that night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you, after you've had your cabbage and corned beef, you settle down and have a nice Irish cream stout. Can I can I just call it a Reuben and be done with it? You can do that too. Good. I'm having Reuben in this, and I'll I'll be happy. I'll fair be enough. happy with that combination. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, let's move on though. Okay. We're in 2022. I know. And that is the future. The future. I have looked into the future. Oh, no. And I've dipped into the future of beer. Really? Yes. And okay. I, I've looked about how does beer adapt to our sci-fi fantasy universe? <laughs> We're getting cyber drunk. Yes. The answer appears to be NFTs. <laughs> uh, I still don't understand it. Actually, I do understand it. It's all a grift. Yeah, it is totally a grift. <laughs> One of the funnier ways I've heard it put is is if you went into an art gallery and asked for asked to buy a piece of art mm-hmm. and then they said, "Yes, we'll process that fee for <laughs> for buying that piece of art, <laughs> but then we have to go burn down a piece of the rainforest <laughs> as processing." <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. And then no, you can't take that piece of art home. But we will put this very secret message in a closet in a back room <laughs> that says you own it. <laughs> uh, what, uh, what a racket. What an absolute racket. Absolute racket. And beer companies are getting in on it. Oh, goody. <laughs> Hooray. Like who? Well, one, uh, you know, Singapore's largest beer producer, mm-hmm. Tiger Beer. Heard of him? Heard of him. Seen him. Had one at the formerly Papaya. Uh, R.I.P. Papaya. Yeah, I haven't been to the new place yet. I, you know, I was there like within their soft opening days. Okay. <laughs> like they, I don't even think they were really planning on having people inside, but <laughs> I saw people inside, so I went inside. Just act like you belong. Yeah, and it's like, well, can I get a sushi burrito? And they're like, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> You're yeah. already here. And then I got one, but it's all right. It's you know, mass market, like made by white people, fucking sushi burritos. It's not papaya. It's not papaya at all. Huh. Anyways. Yeah, Tiger Beer, they, part of their marketing campaign for 2022 is they're getting into all kinds of things. They put up like a big 3D advertising wall and they have all kinds of stuff going on and they're releasing NFTs. You could do that? You could just release an NFT? Yeah. 
just really anybody could. I could release NFTs tomorrow if I wanted to. <sighs> I don't though because it's it's stupid and envi- environmentally irresponsible. It is. It really is. It is. It is one of the worst things to come about. <laughs> Here's. A, I don't want to harp too much on what, what, what you're going to. Anyways. I'm going to. Yeah, I don't want to. But <laughs> the thing about NFTs is all of these pieces of art, mm-hmm. quote art, whatever. Yeah, you could. Pull them anytime, anywhere, and use them as you want. It doesn't matter if somebody, like, you know, right. as, as much as if they really want to chase you for copyright, they could. But who cares? Right. If this was the way the internet was from the beginning, mm-hmm. it would make more sense. But because yeah. then all JPEGs right, and all GIFs mm-hmm. would fall into that category of somebody has some ownership of this. Right. So I, I guess that, that brings up the question of, is there a central bank of NFTs? Uh, no. So theoretically, you could have two NFTs that are exactly the same, but they are claimed by two separate people in two separate NFT systems. <sighs> no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like, yes, but also no. There, I believe somebody even just tried doing that recently. Of like they took a whole bunch of the ape photos and just tried to resell them anyway. Okay. Yeah. So what? And what is with the ape photos? Where? Where did that come from? We're way off topic. I know. It's just <laughs> it, that's just the dumb thing that somebody came up with. So a lot of these artworks are just uh, repeated randomized generation, and we'll get into that. Okay. And, and, and this is this is part of the segment as well. Okay. All right. <laughs> with All something right. <laughs> in the future, but like, yeah, it's just like some one artist makes like a base drawing. Mm-hmm. And then it, it's almost like a character randomizer. Oh, okay. And like some of these will just output, the, they'll output the same base image and then they'll apply, you know, a different color scheme or a different hat. And it's just, yeah. What a racket. Yeah, it's just a total racket. And then it's just, you buy it and then that makes you part of the club. Oh, the okay. whole The whole reason is to be part of the club. All right. So it, it's the same way people like buy supreme clothes mm-hmm. and they're there for the drop yeah of you know and like you were the first ones in the door yeah i don't need to be part of that club no it's stupid and again environmentally it's a waste yes 100 <laughs> percent. because all it does and not only that but you're also ruining gaming computers you dildos <laughs> because nobody can buy the fucking gpus <laughs> right uh I can't everybody just be cool (laughs) and invest. I I don't know. Invest in bamboo or something. Invest in companies. Invest in people. Like, yes. Invest in people. Pay your teachers. You can buy artwork. Let me blow your fucking mind. You can buy artwork from artists. Whoa, wait, hold up. (laughs) And then keep it in your house. (laughs) (laughs) You can, you can actually fungit it. You You can can, just have it. You can have it and touch it. And it's yours. (laughs) You can fudge the shit out of it. Yeah. <laughs> and then if you want to post pictures about it, you could. <laughs> uh, and you don't have to ruin the gaming computer community. Exactly. Or just the environment in general. Yeah. <laughs> There's a whole lot of things you don't have to do. Uh, I, I think I think we're done yelling at the cloud. Yeah. Yeah. We're just obviously we're old people, but I. In this case, we're right. <laughs> yes. This is one of the times I'll actually put my foot down and say we're right yeah. in not being part of the NFT yeah. craze. So just to touch on a couple of things that we already mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, scarcity. They have manufactured scarcity. 
in, of course. in this whole NFT community. A lot of it actually started as like trading cards as well. Okay. So there's, you know, different trading cards for sports that that was pretty big. And uh, they just I believe they started releasing trading cards for AEW, but I don't know that they're NFTs. Okay. But maybe they're verified the same way. Uh, it's all verified. You know, it's all that blockchain verification, mm-hmm. which is why it's bad for the environment because it taxes it taxes computers, which taxes a bunch of server farms, and they heat up and they burn electricity for no fuck reason. Right. Right. It's all useless. Yeah, it's all useless because you can't touch it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there's another big company getting in on NFTs, and they're engaging in this manufactured scarcity. Go ahead for a fake it. commodity. Go ahead and say it. Good old AB and Bev. <laughs> oh, that was not the one I thought you were going with. Oh, who'd you think I was going to? The UFC. Oh, no. Yeah, they're getting into it. Oh, good for them. No, we're talking beer. This is still a beer show. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, fucking Budweiser. <laughs> Budweiser NFTs. So Budweiser released their first drop of NFTs, their Heritage Collection, <sighs> which is just a bunch of artwork featuring old ass cans. And they they dropped those November 29th. So they're already out there. They're already they were already out and sold. Those are already gone. You can buy them on secondary market maybe, but yeah. <sighs> out and gone. However, if you missed out on the Heritage collection, guess what? They have the Royalty collection the coming. Royalty collection? The Royalty collection. What on God's green earth, well brown earth at this point in time. <laughs> what on God's de- desiccated husk <laughs> of an earth? <laughs> What what is the what did you say the royalty collection? Yes, the royalty collection is a series of trading cards essentially that are featuring up and coming artists. What up and coming musical acts? What as deemed by Budweiser, <sighs> featuring the likes of Blue the Tiger, Little Polo T, Millie Go Lightly. Fatina, is any of these hitting? See, I'm waiting for you to start, you know, saying real artists. Yeah, it'd be and- cool if I did, but no. <laughs> There's literally nobody I fucking recognize on. <laughs> it's a list of 22 artists. Not a single one hit a bell for me. <laughs> uh, now, I will be the first to admit that I'm not plugged into the scene. No, that's, o- that's okay. This is definitely, this is a... This is definitely us saying we're old and this isn't for us. Yeah. There's not a single fucking one we would recognize <laughs> or any of our friends would recognize. This isn't for us at all. Uh, you know, like I, you know, I, I've seen some acts yeah. that, that I have had no business to go see. Sure. Sure. But then there's, I, I, this feels like a, this is what you call music for provided by ABM Bev. Yeah. Like it's going to be a hot hit. Yeah. No, it's not. Yeah, this is this is AB and Bev trying to promote artists, I guess, that they think will be big, or they just manufacturedly will be big mm-hmm. because they're touring at bud selling venues. Uh it's all one giant grift. Yeah. The 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 cards themselves though, mm-hmm. they come in three different ranges of core, rare, and there's one special ultra rare for every artist. Okay, (laughs) cool. So, but this is how it works like trading cards. All right. You will pay $499 (laughs) American for nothing for a randomized card, Adam. (laughs) So $499 and you will get either a core, an ultra or a super ultra or whatever it is. Right. 
and the cores are for collecting. Uh-huh. The rares are for something else. I forget. <laughs> <laughs> like a newsletter. I don't know. Okay. All right. And then if you happen to get one of the ultra rare cards yeah. for the artist, then you get to have a one-on-one video call with them. That's your big win for playing this essential sweepstakes. <laughs> <laughs> or lottery even because you have to pay into it it's a lottery it's not even a sweepstakes because it's not free but, but uh, it's a raffle <laughs> i'm sorry my brain has completely short-circuited on this <laughs> it's the best <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid but but and, why and you get to keep the card <laughs> but you don't get to keep a card because there is no card you know internet card how can you call it a card when it's not a physical card look CES just debuted Samsung TVs that are NFT compatible, meaning you can look at your cards on your TV. You, you're opening Evites. That's all it is. <laughs> that's, that's like at Christmas, whenever you get all your Christmas cards and you put them up on the mantle and everything, it's the same thing, but it's with Evites. I'm going to show people my jib jabs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is that correct? You could go in and do a, an individual jib jab and call that an NFT at that point? Could you? Um, no, because the jib jab was originally created by somebody else. It's it's a matter of proving some sort of ownership. Although, as aforementioned, with the board apes and the gutter cats. Wait, there's gutter cats? Yeah, there's all kinds of things. What the hell is a gutter cat? It's the same thing as a board ape, well, but gonna, it's cats. I'm going to look this up. <laughs> I'm not going to get anything weird when I look up gutter cat, am I? You might. Great. <laughs> I can't prove any of that. Maybe put NFT along with that. Guttercat yeah. NFT. <laughs> there, well, there's Guttercat Gang and Guttercat NFT. Let's go with that. So the gang is probably the club of Guttercat owners. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but don't get into that. No, when I got ABM Bev cards. Or. Oh, there's more. Or you can get into the non-fungible brewing company. What? Yeah. That. <laughs> There's a You're new, making all of this up. You there's have a, to be. There's a new club, Adam. <laughs> it's the non-fungible brewing company. And where is the non-fungible brewing company, Steve? On the internet. <laughs> I start throwing something. It is on the internet. And they are they're, they're starting with an initial offering of 10,000 NFTs. Okay. So you can get on their whitelist when the drop comes. Okay. You can be there ready to buy one. And uh, it's essentially a lot of the same thing. <laughs> like you get like a profile picture and it's it, it, the essential breakdown of the images are a background, a variation of hands, a can, a label style and a beer style written on the label. Who cares? So you can have it as a profile picture because you can get you can get a Lambic that's being held by baby Yoda hands. On a swirly background. I <sighs> or zombie hands holding stouts. It, <sighs> but why? Who cares? Why don't you want this, Adam? Why don't you want this for yourself? <laughs> <laughs> this feels like just like a worse version of Beanie Babies. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Although, hmm, the environmental impact of both would be worth weighing. Because on the one hand, there's all this electricity being burned by NFTs. Mm. But on the other hand, Beanie Babies were full of all that polyurethane. 
So how much gas and oil had to be burnt to make fucking shitty ass balls to go inside your beanie baby? I feel like there should be some sort of graduate level, (laughs) you know, just experiment, you know, reviews, dissertation. How do uh, hoarders destroy the earth? Yeah. Yeah. Which which is worse for the earth? NFTs or beanie babies? Yeah. (laughs) Which which collection is destroying the world more? So and, and you remember there is that photo from back in the nineties in in a courtroom showing two people going through a divorce. Yes, yeah. And they're trying to separate out their beanie beanie, beanie baby collection on right. the floor of the courthouse. Yeah. I'm waiting for that to happen with NFTs. <laughs> and how is that gonna work? You can't split it. Can't split it. Yeah, can't split it. And the thing is, your ownership is tied right to your uh blockchain wallet. Mm-hmm. So if it's in your wallet, it's in your wallet. The only way to the only way to assess value is would be to sell it, and then split the split the value of the Ethereum that you get from that. And I, <laughs> which is all okay. All right, I I can I can be convinced of buying a a first drop NFT. I can be convinced. <laughs> That being said, at what level do you see an NFT out there and you want it so bad that you're willing to pay secondary market prices for it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I can't be convinced of buying a first drop NFT see, if I, it looks like somebody else's. See, I can. I can't. You know what? It, it, like you said, like it's a stout being held by, I don't know, T-Rex arms or something like right. that. You know, it, on a drunken whim, I'd drive five bucks on it. Yeah, you're going to pay way more than that. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but like 400, 500, that's investment level stuff. That's car payments. Right. You're dropping car payments right. on what? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's manufactured. On the hope that somebody is going to buy it off of you in the future for more money than what you have already put into it. Yeah. If you want something like this, mm-hmm. you go. you can go on Fiverr. And you can literally drop five bucks on an artist to paint or create something like this for you. And then you have a fucking PNG to use on all your social media platforms. And then you've supported an artist right. with real money <laughs> that they can use yeah, to feed their families. Yes, it is. Yeah, it is insane. All right, Adam. All right. This is obviously... Driving your brain to to places that you don't want to... Absolute madness. Yeah, it it is madness and it is hilarious. I love it, (laughs) but that's because I'm an agent of chaos and I love when things go crazy and weird (laughs) and unpleasant because I'm not drawn into it. And I can just watch from the outside. Well, that's the thing. I'm not drawn into it either. It's maddening. Yeah. It's frustrating (laughs) because you look at it from the outside. It's like, how do you not see... That you're not going to win. <laughs> How do you not see that this is an MLM that you've been right? <laughs> the only way to win is you were one of the first ones and you were there before it even became a thing. Right. If you heard of it, it's too late. Yes. Yeah. It, if you're listening to this and you're learning about, you know, whatever you've lost. Yeah. Guess what? You're at the bottom of the pyramid. <laughs> if you learned it from us, you lost. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because we saw that and we said no, because we'll lose. <laughs> But uh, yeah, let's move away from that. Yes, please. And I've got some other innovation of the beer future. It's an app. 
Oh, okay. Yes. All right. It's an app. This is far more easy to understand for you. Okay. It's I, usable. It's usable. I think you'll be far less angry about this. You don't know that. <laughs> okay. no, I'm, I'm pretty sure you'll be okay with this. One. All right. It is okay. not it's not terrible. Okay. There is a new company out there okay. called Swigger. Okay. Swigger is S-W-I-G-R. Okay. As you know, the parlance of the postmodern that yes. eliminates oh, yeah. vowels and <laughs> <laughs> uh, Swigger, they are a company that deals primarily in AR experiences. AR. Yes. Artificial reality. Artificial alternative. Oh, okay. It's all the same thing. Or augmented reality? Augmented. Perhaps? Yeah, augmented. Okay. That's what it is. That, yeah, yeah. <laughs> augmented reality. See, I'm not that old. You got it. You actually got it before me. <laughs> took us three tries. Yeah, we'll get there. But yeah, no, they they do deal in our augmented reality. Mm-hmm. And they have started pairing with breweries okay. to create augmented reality experiences with beer cans. Okay. Yes. So what it is, is they'll have these experiences loaded in Mm -hmm. to recognize, you'll basically, I believe you'll download an app Mm -hmm. that will be provided to you by the brewery. Oh, okay. Okay. And then when you hold your phone up, it's kind of like scanning QR codes. Yeah. But it's tailored specifically to the breweries. Mm -hmm. So when you hold your phone up to the can, the can will be recognized and it'll activate any number of content that's okay. been produced for the can. Okay. All right. That's reasonable. Yeah, it's pretty reasonable. Uh, some of the things that are included in this are like they, they've built games like uh, like it's like Beer Invaders or whatever. Okay. And you right. basically play Space Invaders on the beer can. Okay. You know, I, I don't hate that. Yeah. They have another one that's like a basketball game. Okay. And like, so a hoop will grow out of the top of your can. Okay. All and right. you throw balls at it and it's just like a waste paper, you know? All right. You know what? That I, I can respect that. Yeah. So it's, it's a hook. Yeah. It's a hook. It's honestly not terrible. No, it's not. Um, uh, They also have like some of the cans will animate. Okay. So you can just see, you know, the label art animate. Okay. And some of the ones will play like videos. So like maybe you'll get a video of the brewer explaining the beer. I don't hate that. Yeah. I, I would actually enjoy that. Yeah. I would it, never download the app, but I would enjoy that. <laughs> I would never take all those steps, but I guess if it was in front of my face, I would enjoy exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> if it was on somebody else's phone and yeah. they handed it to me. Somebody said, hey, check this out. <laughs> <laughs> I would be okay. Um, but yeah, and, and there's a couple like big names that have already kind of signed up and are participating. Yeah. Such uh, as? Yards. Oh, damn. Okay. Yeah, yards. So some of the cans for yards out there are incompatible with Swigger. Uh, Maui Brewing. Mm-hmm. We, I believe, we've had them on the show. At yes. least have talked about them. Yes, we have. Had, we did an entire episode on them. Yeah, we did. Yeah, and the uh, 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 Polliner. Oh, okay. Really? Yeah. yeah. Damn. Yeah. And then there's a couple other smaller breweries that I haven't really heard of, but yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, those are the big three that have kind of signed up and huh. begun participating. Oh, good. Yeah. I, I I appreciate. You know what? I I actually appreciate that. I think that is a good hook to bring people in. Yeah. You know, because like, oh, well, there's this beer. Do, 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 do. Now I can have some fun. Right. Yeah. I mean, if you're just like sitting around and, you know, you have an empty can, you can just play basketball on it, play, challenge your friends, maybe. I don't know. Or you could just go into the beer distributor and just sort of do it there. <laughs> yeah. You do happening. it there too. <laughs> Hold on. Got 20 in right. Dinner. <laughs> Sir, the store is closing. <laughs> I said, Hold on. Say, Hold on. Go <laughs> <Getting> to high scores. <laughs> 
So yeah, I, I, that's why I saved it for the last. Thank you. I, I knew it would calm you down it a little did. bit and bring you out of the, the, the just getting heated about NFTs. I could have kept going. I, you could always go like this. That's the NFTs and Brewdog and <laughs> just a maddening episode. Yeah, it's just it's just a constant cycle of like fuck this, I'm getting madder, and then fuck <laughs> this, I'm still getting madder, like. You know, it's bad for your blood pressure. It is. I'm so going to have to calm down. Yeah, that's why you come back. You learn about augmented reality apps. I have a nice basketball game on my can. Yeah. It's yeah. okay. Or bottle. We don't know. Or bottle. Yeah. You know, polar, they got bottles. Yeah. But I, I think it's the. it looks a little bit, perhaps, the, the only thing I don't see taking off too much is it seems a little cost prohibitive and just like you have to sign up as a brewery. Mm-hmm. You would have to sign up Right, and then create all this extra content as well. Mm-hmm. Like obviously, obviously, you know the can, or obviously some of the things you could do are already preloaded. Yeah, but like if you want to animate your label art, you have to create that animation. Yes, or pay somebody to. And like, oh no, paying somebody. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, or if you know you're like the brewer for Voodoo, I believe he does all their own label art. Um, yeah. You know, I don't think he wants to add in those extra hours of animating. <laughs> or you could just release NFTs and just be like, these are ultra rare. <laughs> I spent $3 to create this, but you're going to spend five grand. <laughs> I'll tell you what, the first local brewery I hear about getting into <laughs> NFTs, you're in trouble. You're banned. Yeah. <laughs> I'll ban you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll ban you just for that. <laughs> well, I, I will put this caveat on there. Hmm. They will be banned if they didn't do it just to spurn you. Oh, yeah. Look, yeah. If I, yeah, see, now that, ah, damn it. Shouldn't have put it out there. Because somebody's got to be out there like, <laughs> check this out. Yeah. <laughs> Screw you, Steve. Yeah. Just puts one out. <laughs> the, it'll be a soft banning, too, because, like, depending on how much I like their beer. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I can't stay mad forever. Yeah, like you'll you'll hear me drinking it on Halloween is forever, but not here. <laughs> it's an off. It's on. It's on, on mic. Just banning only. Yeah, just this show only ban. <laughs> <laughs> or anytime I'm being a representative of the pop nation. <laughs> but mm. yeah, that's a you know a peer into what the future has wrought upon us. <sighs> Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> Did we get healthcare? No. But <laughs> we've got gutter cats. We've got gutter cats in the royalty collection. Great. So you can possibly have a sit down conversation with something I what time? Was it? What was it? A little golf tea or what was it? The polo tea. All right. <laughs> Believe there's another band called Time, but it's hard to tell because it's T and then Colon, M-E. I'm just saying it's time, but... All right. T is the M-E. Yeah, it could be T is the M-E. Who knows? T is the me? I don't know. Could be. Who knows? I don't know, man. I don't want it. I don't want it. Can't we just go back to, like, the Jurassic Park days? No. (laughs) At least there you could face your enemy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So what do you think about this uh, this Southern Tier beer? Yeah, it's it's, a... It's a drinkable beer. It is. It is a it is a very drinkable beer. Uh, I, I think it is a bit of a narrow scope. You're not going to be drinking this in the dog days of August. 
Oh God, no! <laughs> it's a it's a little too creamy. It's a little <laughs> yeah, and that's coming from a couple of stout drinkers. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, as a suggestion to other people, I totally could. <laughs> I could but for fine. the masses, yeah, for the masses, yeah, you're not going to be pounding this one down. This is this is definitely good for Pittsburgh second winter, which is March. <laughs> it, yes, yes, it is. Uh, this is a perfect beer for whenever you're fighting off that last snow snow day. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the other thing, Adam. I'm listening. You didn't you didn't see it, but it's on the bottle. Mm-hmm. And it says this is best by June. So you can't be drinking it in August. Ah, uh, that's right. <laughs> they know. They know. <laughs> Come June twenty third, right in the trash. <laughs> I wonder if that's like also just like a quality thing like they thought of. Like it's not so much the beer degrades, <laughs> but they're just like it's too hot. No one's gonna want to drink this in the fourth yeah, of July. Don't drink this in August and then like give it a one star because you drink you know, creamy ass stout and yeah. jo- <laughs> don't turn this into a bet. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, for, for, for now and for the next month or so. Yeah. Get in on it. Yeah. I think, I think it's, yeah, I think it's good. It's just, uh, it's not sweet enough to be a dessert, but it's too sweet to be something you drink all day. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, it, I'm, I'm curious. I know there's a good pairing out there that is beyond just the Reuben sandwich. Yeah. But I'm, I can't because I you're not gonna pair it with fish. Mm, it's gonna have to be like a heavy stew of some sort. It's gonna be a hearty, hearty food. Um. Oh man, I'm thinking like a cobbler of some sort because mm-hmm. it it still is like a desserty beer. So it's not something I would put with food. Food. I wouldn't want to pair it with a Reuben or a stew because it would just make like that food sweet. Just yeah, and I don't want that food sweet. I want it salty and <laughs> greasy. <laughs> Right. Um, this would this would be good with either like some sort of cobbler or pie, or I'm listening a shot of uh, Patron XO, ah, the coffee. Okay, because then you get more coffee and you get a little. You know, I was thinking maybe you pour, have this with maybe a nice simple bowl of vanilla ice cream. You can do that too. Yeah, I think that'd be good. Yeah, that's fine. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, what do you say we take a break? Yes. Get a new beer. Yes. A big beer. Right. And. uh we're going to do something else. Okay. I'm going to be mad about NFTs for the rest of the night, so we may as well just keep going. Hooray! You know what pairs nicely with a good beer? A bad movie. And that's exactly what we do at Hops and Box Office Flops, the internet's premier podcast dedicated to reviewing bad movies and mostly good beers. So join us on a hop-fueled excursion through some of Hollywood's biggest bombs. We've covered everything from the fungus-laden streets of Dino Hatton with the Super Mario Brothers to the oddly horny felines of Cats 2019. You can find our show on any of your finest podcast providers. And follow us on social media at Hops and B.O. Flops. You'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll drink your face off. Welcome back to episode 232 of the Hop Nation USA podcast. It's segment three, and we're still doing... Iranuary. Iranuary. <laughs> In case you had forgotten, <laughs> as your brain exploded, <laughs> as Adams did from talking about NFT culture. <laughs> there's a. Uh, I, <laughs> He's getting riled up again. You hear him? <laughs> I know there's a culture, and I don't understand why there's a culture. Because there is money to be made. So it's basically just hustle culture. Yes. It's, it is it is taking the false scarcity and fake commodities and fictional value from fashion Mm -hmm. and now just taking away the actual labor. (sighs) 
There's there, there's no more like sweatshops producing shitty Supreme sweatshirts mm. that have no added value compared to a champion compared to whatever you get at uh, Walmart. Yeah. And one, I think. Russell Athletic. <laughs> Russell Athletic. There you go. <laughs> so there's no, you know, there's no distinguishing value between those other than manufactured scarcity. Mm-hmm. So you take that and then you just apply it to fake internet images and now you have money. <laughs> and a dead rainforest. Yes. And a dead rainforest. Great. And late stage capitalism. Great. <laughs> and a failing country and a whole bunch of other things. If you need me, I'll be at the bullet farm. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're still doing Iranuary. We are. We Irish are. beers in January. Iranuary. Iranuary. Yes. So since I've already been mad, yeah. we're just going to keep that mad train rolling. Hell yeah, mad train. Keep going. Because I'm going to be mad about this one. Yeah. Guinness. Hell yeah. Not Guinness in and of itself. I like Guinness. Right. But this is, this actually comes from their Open Gate Brewery yeah. in Baltimore. In Baltimore. That's in Maryland yeah. for those keeping score at home. But this is their chocolate mint stout. Hell yeah. This is a 10.8% ABV beer. Double hell yeah. Aged in Kentucky bourbon barrels. Bourbon barrels. Wild as hell. Yes, it is. This takes everything that from the previous segments of... Actual actual Irish brewery. Yes. <laughs> mixed with fucking American nonsense. <laughs> now we get it all. And now we mush it into one beer. And you also take the ABVs of the previous two beers and put them <laughs> together. Combine them together. You combine them together, you get 10-8. <laughs> into one super beer. Yeah, super beer. So yeah, it's been uh, brewed with mint. It's been brewed with chocolate. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, it was dried mint in the whirlpool. Hell yeah. That's what they're telling us. Dried minted in the whirlpool. You got to have that. That, sound, that sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a Saturday night to me. Yeah. Man, I've just been thinking about Sidey a lot. Okay. And just, I wish I saw more wildness in Sidey's. And now you said dry minted, and it's like, man, I want a dry minted Sidey. Well, let's get a hold of the people at Arsenal. Yeah. And then we just, you know, like three weeks later, go down there for an episode, and they'd be like, Steve, we made you a dry mint cider. Mint me a Sidey. <laughs> and then you'll be like, nah, this is a good day. <laughs> Leave me here. <laughs> and then I do, because I know what's best for you. Get, to make, stay inside the cider house. Make, make it an MFT. Minted for trolling or drinking? I don't know. Nope. I'll, I'll figure it out. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, while we pour this up, you can noodle on that. Yeah. Let's, let's get into <laughs> this hate beer. Hate for you. Hate for me. Not hate for me. I know. All the things I love. Mint, chocolate, and Guinness. <laughs> <laughs> let's get into it. All right, it's here. Minted for trouble? Maybe that? I don't know. MFT. 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 Minted for trouble. Ah, uh, maybe. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, let's go with that. That's fine. It's the best I got for now. That's what we're going with. That. I have to. I have to. I gotta sit down and actually write, not think on the fly. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this minty Andy's candy. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's a stout. It's it's a Guinness stout. Yeah. The head is noticeably darker than the Irish cream stout, though. It is. So it is. There's and, that. And the other thing is this was not uh, nitrogenated. Right. Not nitrogenated. Also, I'm surprised it's actually retaining as much head as it is. With the, the mint oils? Yeah. I figured the mint oils might have hurt it, but uh, I guess it didn't. So and that's it, cool. That was one of the things I noticed. There is a bit of a a, a hint of an oil sheen. 
Yeah, it looks a little bit like there's an oil sheen. Mm-hmm. A little bit of a spill at the gas station. <laughs> Not hating, just saying. Yeah, it's just there. On the nose, smells like Andy's candies, yeah. It does. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, huh. Uh, I don't like it. Now, I will throw this out there. I don't like mint chocolate anything. Right. That's not my jam, especially when it comes to beer. Because you're so close with the chocolate beer and the chocolate stout. Why you got to ruin it with the mint? Because mint's awesome. I don't understand. Do you like regular mint things? We've been through this. I know we in have. The past. Yes. Like, I don't mind like a you know piece of mint bubble gum or, or gum, chewing gum. Right. You're not going to have bubble gum. That's yeah. mint. That's awful. Terrible. No, I have no problem with that. But mint chocolate, just it, it just because you're so close to having something good with just chocolate, and then you just go too far. You just ruin it. It's crazy because I I always think mint enhances chocolate. No, yeah. no. To me, it ruins it. And coffee, mint enhances a lot of things. Mint uh, fucking rules. Ah, uh, I uh, <laughs> I had a thing. Here's a, here's how much mint factors into my life. Oh, okay. Uh, just to just to share a st- story from the opposite side. Uh-huh. <laughs> um. So, like, Walmart, they fucking put out candy all the time, mm-hmm. and it's always seasonal candy. Yeah. And you can always find seasonal Hershey Kisses. Yeah. Now, Walmart is such a scumbag company <laughs> that they have no problem the day after or the day before, mm-hmm. you know, the holiday is over, they'll just swap out. Oh. There, there is no grace period mm-hmm. of getting on sale food. Oh, they just, them. they just take it away from you. Yeah, they just rip it out. Just rip it away from you. <laughs> you don't get it anymore. <laughs> and so Christmas time, mm-hmm. they always have the mint truffle Hershey Kisses. Yeah. They fucking rule. Now, I was there at like December 20 or probably like 19th or so. Okay. Yeah, it was like... Less than a week out. Yeah, less than a week out. And I said, you know what? I'm going to buy two bags... Rather than one bag, mm-hmm. I'm keep them in the freezer because I know. <laughs> <laughs> and if I, God damn it, if it wasn't so true, because the 23rd come around mm-hmm. and it was it was already fucking Valentine's candy. Time in for there. Valentine's Day candy. December 23rd, Valentine's candy. I was like, oh, shit. you motherfuckers, you can't even let it go the whole season. <laughs> what about us last minute shoppers? That's right. How dare you? <laughs> And so that's how much mint candy factors in is I will buy two bags to make sure I have some more lasting into the winter months. So I actually have some Andy's candies here in the house. Yeah. But it's chocolate and toffee Andy's candies. Then is it really Andy's candies? Yes, it says Andy's right on the name. Yeah. Is it? Andy Andy made it. Yeah. <laughs> he was there when it happened. <laughs> he had his fingers in the pot and everything. I'll dispute that. They, they should call it something else. Like, you know how- Andrews Candrews? Something like that. Okay. You know how like there like there's Mallow's cups and then there's other the other peanut butter cups and like you know they have to change the names. Mm-hmm. You know there's Almond Joy and the other one Mounds. Mounds. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You should have to change the name. You don't have you don't get to call everything Andy's. <laughs> if you're moving away from mint, you don't get to call it an Andy's anymore. So it's just Andrews Candrews. Sure. All right. Could I'm be that. that. Yeah, it could be that. But you just don't call it Andy's. <laughs> okay. Well, if you're so mad about it, maybe I won't give you some. That's fine. <laughs> They're actually it's not good. mint. I don't want it. <laughs> okay. They're actually good. They're quite enjoyable. Mm-hmm. They're a nice little treat at like 8, 30, 9 o'clock at night. Yeah. Unlike this beer. You don't like this beer? No, I don't. Okay. Why? Well, it's not that I hate it. Okay. It's, it's drinkable. Uh-huh. However, for me, it's breaking one of the cardinal rules. Oh, it's over 4%, so that's not it. No. <laughs> uh, it, I, it is minty, so it's calling it shot. 
Mm. It's not it's not minty enough for me. Really? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'm getting way more barrel. Ah, okay. All yeah. right. Yeah, it is way more of a of a hot like barrel stout than anything mm. else. Okay. I'm not getting the mint and it's not like a cool and refreshing enjoyable mint. Mm-hmm. It's just like a hot burn in the chest. <laughs> hot mint. <laughs> and then maybe you get a little mint on the burp. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, the mint is on the nose. It so is. It's, yeah. it's there in that in that regard. Which kind of makes sense with it being added in a whirlpool. Right. Yeah. Know? So they kind of said it right up front what was going to happen. Yeah. But just by putting it in the barrel, they more or less destroy any like subtlety. Mm-hmm. Of like a mint chocolate beer. Well, the 2022 subtlety is dead. Yeah. Huh. So yeah. yeah, I'm not I'm not in love with this one as much as I would like to be. So it sounds like we're we're both kind of on the same page, but for completely different reasons. Yeah, and that and that's why I told the story about the kisses because okay, <laughs> that's <laughs> I needed people to understand. You're setting precedent. I fucking love mint candies <laughs> and I love mint coffee. <laughs> I love mint things. <laughs> He's, so, a mint, he's a mint a maniac. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, when I say I am not a fan of this one, it's coming from a different place than you. Oh, gotcha. He doesn't like it because it's mint. <laughs> Correct. Correct. But, yeah, I already knew it going in, so I feel bad for you because you had high hopes. I did. I didn't. I bought it. I bought it because I was excited. I was like, fuck yes. Because I didn't expect to find it. I found it at JR's as a single bottle. Oh, okay. Didn't expect to find it that way. I got oh. all hyped. Well, sorry about your luck. I had a good JR's trip. Yeah? Yeah. Because I, I mean, aside from this, it's fine. It's still fine. It's still a 10% stout. Right, it'll which, get you ripped. Yeah, it's still okay. But like I found that, found the Irish cream. Mm-hmm. They still had some Mad Elf. Ah, okay. Had some Nugget Nectar. Okay. I uh, got some other things too. So, nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Success. It's good time. So Steve, it is time for us to play a bit of a game. Okay. Nobody asked you. Okay. Well, we have played this in the past. What we do is we scour the internet high and low uh, for people that pose questions on forums, on subreddits, things of that nature, and we answer them ourselves. They didn't ask us. We're going to give you our answer anyways. Yeah, too bad. (laughs) That's what you get. You jerk off. (laughs) No. Somebody's a jerk off. (laughs) Yes, there are jerk offs in this world. I agree with that. But that's not what we're saying. Okay. All right. So first question is actually very apropos for this beer. Fun. So this comes from Fresh 21 on Beer Advocate. Uh-huh. What is your barrel preference for aged stouts when it is not a bourbon barrel? Okay. So. So what, uh, what sort of spirit would you use for your barrel? Would it be a rum? Would it be a vodka? Would it be a wine? So I can tell you what it's not okay. as, I, as I work through this. <laughs> and it's probably just going to come down to actually Irish whiskey barrel. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because bourbon is a specific barrel. And they, it did, is. they didn't say that's a specific whiskey. So they didn't say I couldn't have just regular old American whiskey or, mm-hmm. you know, fucking put it in a bird dog barrel. I don't care. <laughs> I like bird dog. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do too. But. Although Burdog, mm, that might be bourbon too, but uh, I can tell you it's definitely not tequila okay. or wine. Okay. Don't think I've had either of those that have like agreed with me. 
Okay. I said, I know that you've had them. Yeah, I've had them, and I have not had either one that has agreed with me. Uh, I would be interested in trying something that was aged in like a Pinot Noir. Okay. That's like the one wine I actually like. Mm-hmm. So like something aged in a Pinot Noir, something probably on the fruity end of the spectrum. Yeah. Something okay. like that. I'd be willing to try it, but yeah, not my faves. Uh, rum is on and off. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I, for me personally, I would put rum high on my list. Yeah. It's, it's higher than the other ones mm-hmm. I've mentioned, but I think it's honestly probably just I would rather have it aged in like a, a scotch or a Irish whiskey okay. barrel All right. if I can't have bourbon. <laughs> so, and, and yeah, I, I think bourbon is the way to go here. Yeah. Uh, however, I will put one, uh, one additional twist on this is if I had my choice of barrels, I would use a, a whiskey barrel, mm-hmm. just a fine whiskey. Yeah. Uh, but then I would have that whiskey barrel uh, drained of its whiskey and bottled and sent on its merry way. Uh, and then I would bottle or I would barrel some maple syrup in that right. for 18 months. Yeah. Get all that all up in there, bottle the maple syrup, and then put the beer in after that. Okay. That's what I would do. Yeah, that's fire. You can do that. It is good. I, damn good. That's it's always been a hit or miss like adventure for me. Like CBS, the one CBS we had mm-hmm. from 2017 that I still have. Yeah, you didn't get shit off the barrel from that. And it was okay. just like it. It was just like a hot beer, and I hated it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I would agree with you though. If if given choice, mm-hmm. I would still definitely stick whiskey. Yes. And given choice, I would try to get like. Sazerac barrels. Ooh, yeah. I would like to try something aged in a Sazerac barrel. Can you do that? Why not? <laughs> and that is true. They make a very solid point. Yeah, I mean, there's fucking Heaven Hill and Buffalo Trace barrels out there. Yeah, surely somebody's using Sazerac barrels. It's just we never seen it. Well, somebody's got to put something out on the internet. Yeah. Turn that into an <laughs> NFT, and then no, 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 no. No, and no. people will start knocking down your door trying to give you money for that. It's not how any of this works. <laughs> I, <laughs> well, I don't want to explain it anymore, and I don't want to have it explained anymore. <laughs> I'm tired of thinking. I just want to say things and be loud and be angry. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for understanding me for all these years. Got your back to it, Rudy. <laughs> <laughs> Salvia and eating elk meat. <laughs> And that's incredible, and other such things. I, I don't want to talk about him. That's wild, man. <sighs> Jamie, bring that up. <laughs> All right, so this comes from the beer subreddit. Gatano is the username. And they ask, what's the best snack to have with a beer? Did you say Gatano? Oh, Gatano. Gatano, yeah. I've been watching a lot of Takeshi uh, Takano or Kitano films. No, nope, sorry. <laughs> nope. I was, I was excited. I was like, are we about to talk about beat Takeshi? Is he? Nope. We can if you God want. Damn it. <laughs> Watch the outrage films. They're fucking great. <laughs> Where would one find that? Prime. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Go on Prime. All three outrage films are on there, part of the Prime. Uh, outrage and Beyond Outrage are part of Prime, so okay. they're free. And then Outrage Coda, the newest one, is on IMB, IMDB TV. Okay. So. It's still free, but you have to watch commercials. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Great Yakuza films. What was the fucking question? (laughs) (laughs) It's a very easy question. What is the best snack to have with a beer? Snacks. That's pub mix. Okay. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Fucking rules. (laughs) 
<laughs> uh, there, there's one, and I, I am so mad, and it's the fucking austerity and the supply chain and everything falling apart that is taking it away from me. What's that? Imperial Nuts used to make a bar mix. Oh, okay. And the bar mix was a big giant ass tin. You can still find other bar mixes out there. Mm-hmm. But not the. But not the one I love. Yeah. And it was a honey mustard. Ooh. Yeah. It was a honey mustard bar mix. So it was like honey mustard bagel chips, mm-hmm. honey mustard pretzels, I think honey mustard Chex Mix pieces, mm-hmm. and then honey roasted peanuts. Okay. All right. It was the best fucking thing ever. And they took it away from me. <laughs> it was $6 at Big Lots for a big fucking tin. Lasted me all week. It was great. <laughs> Not anymore. Not anymore. I can't find it. It's out of stock. Nobody has it on Amazon. There's like one reseller selling uh, old. Yeah, it's like 40 bucks for a tin. It's like, what's the matter with you? You're a terrible person. Shitbird. But at least it's fungible. Yeah. So for me, you kind of hit it already. Uh, Chex Mix. I, yeah. I like me a good original Chex Mix. Yeah. Uh, that being said, I also like a good bold Chex Mix to go along with it. Uh-huh. But there is a new front runner. And we talked about this, I think, off off mic last week. Maybe? Dots pretzels. Oh, Dots pretzels, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you ever had those before or not. I haven't I haven't got into them, but a lot of people uh, sing their praises. I am a fan. Mm. Uh, I got into them earlier this year. Well, last year. Yeah. And not the, time is a construct regardless. Know, but, maybe, uh, <laughs> maybe you got into them January 3rd. <laughs> You're nope. just like, huh, Dots pretzels. All right. All right. This seems like a good New Year's resolution I can get behind. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, I, it, if you can find them, get them. Eat them, enjoy them with a beer. Uh, I think if you can have those and some Chex Mix, like if you can get the Dots pretzels, pull out all of the pretzels from the Chex Mix and mm-hmm. put the Dots pretzels in. Okay, you have yourself a winner. That's a that's a lot of work. It is. It is. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Hot tip for everybody who wants to do a lot of work for snacking. <laughs> I mean, what else are you gonna do? Sure. Well, I I don't know. It, that's more of a 2020 activity. <laughs> That's true. I'm curious how all the sourdough starters are doing out there. Yeah. How many of you still baking bread? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I don't, I, I don't even find checks mixed bold. Goddamn supply chain. You can't find it? Couldn't find it. Oh. Not where I went. I was going to say, shop and save will get you there. Sure. Probably. I just didn't, you uh, just, I know it will. Uh, you, you just got to go to more stores, is all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do that. I know. I don't want to do that per se either, but you know, it's just that's the thing. It's like you can't find it one place. You got to go to more stores. <laughs> yeah. Make a day of it. Yeah. Bold well, checks mix day. It's usually what my day is, like my only day out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> supply run. Yeah. Just a supply run. Go to like various stores. <laughs> I mean, you definitely got, you got to go to one for mm-hmm. sure. Like, to get the bags to take to Aldi. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Pour everything out, take the bags with you. Pour everything out? What are you talking about? Well, you just take the stuff in with you? No, I just take extra bags from the store I was at. Oh. <laughs> you fool. Oh, you, go, you, go to, you go to a Walmart or a Giant Eagle, <laughs> and then you fucking fill up a bag, and then you act like, oh, I better double bag this one. Oh. You I double didn't... bag something that doesn't need double bag. You get to the car, you take a free bag off, and then you have free bag go oldie. Nope, never thought about it. You don't that. know how to be poor. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you're right. I Nope, I never thought about that. Nope. I always just went with the boxes that are at the end of the lane. You fool. And Aldi. <laughs> you fool. And wedge everything together in a no. couple of boxes. Steal from big corporations. 
and apply to other places. Okay, then. All right. That's a good tip. Yes. That's a hot tip. <laughs> no, I never, I never, nope, never crossed my mind. Well, I hope it will next time. <laughs> but what am I going to do with all my canvas bags? Oh, if you have canvas bags, then you have canvas bags. No, I don't have canvas bags, though. I know. But if, like, you know, if you did, you did. That's true. <laughs> so go get some canvas bags. Do that, too. Uh, our next question t- comes from Todd. Yeah. Uh, on uh, on the old BA. On the old BA on the beer I've occurred. Yes. Uh, and Todd asks, dry January is pure evil uh, to, to bars reeling from COVID. Yeah, I saw that. Do you agree? Saw that pop up on the social meds. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> right. Like everybody who participates in dry January as a performative thing mm-hmm. was always going to. Right. Like they just needed a name to put to it, mm-hmm. but it's always just performative. I'm going to be better this year than last year. Mm hmm. Or, you know, an excuse to take a break. Which is fine. So so they can deny their functional <laughs> alcoholism. <laughs> I did it for a month. Yeah. I did it accidentally. I, I did it against my will. Right. I had the COVID and I said, well, fuck, I'm not going to drink while I have COVID because it'll probably ruin my immune system. I don't know I have proof of that, but, you know, just let's be cool until <laughs> I figure out how bad this COVID's going to be. Be smart about it. Yeah. Until I figure out how bad this is going to be. But... Yeah, it, it, I understand the thought behind it, mm-hmm. but it's just like people were going to do it anyway. Well, and, and I don't think it is evil simply because it is something that has existed before COVID existed. Right. So it's been grandfathered in already. Yeah. And you know what? Just because somebody goes to a bar doesn't mean they have to drink. They can go, you know, pick up food there. Yeah. You know, they can have a Pepsi. Yeah, you can still get Sandos from Lincoln Ave. Right, and still support them. Right. So, no, it's not evil. Yeah, it's not evil. And, like, evil, you should never, as much as we love breweries, Mm -hmm. you should never put any business over another person's health. Thank you. (laughs) That is correct. So so it is not evil to go against the wishes of a business. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't... Yes, I, I... when that popped up, that would, like you said, performative. Yeah, yeah. You, Backlash. Yeah. You know what it is evil? Mm-hmm. And it, it's something that was came out and was confirmed, was uh, when John Deere went on strike, mm-hmm. and they put all those other office workers oh, yeah. into, into jobs that they couldn't do. Yeah. Somebody got fucking maimed. Yeah. And had a finger crushed. Yeah. That's evil. That's like day one stuff, too. Yeah. I don't <laughs> really support John Deere anymore. I used to be a big John Deere man. Yeah. Not so much anymore. Yeah, makes sense. But, you know, that's evil because that's doing the wishes of a company. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, who gives a shit what a company wants? It's about what your health wants. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> Look out for number one. So, yeah. There, sure, there are performative people doing Dry January. Or there are just some people who just need to fucking detox. Which is fine. Which is fine, yeah. Because yeah. the holidays are fucking crazy for some people. <laughs> yeah. It's just constant. Yeah. Just constant, hard drinking. <laughs> and you don't want it to form a bad habit. No. <laughs> clean break. Need a yeah. clean break once yeah, in a while. Take a clean break. A weekend, you go, oh, oh, getting a little rowdy. Got to calm down. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. So no, it, it, I, I, you know, I don't hate on Dry January. You no. want to do it? Do it. If you yeah. don't, that's fine too. Yeah. I'm. Yeah. But it is not evil. No, it's not evil. No, it's. I'm sorry. It's, Incorrect. It would be evil if it was promoted by 
something else. Like if it, if it was something that was trying to destroy other businesses, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But like dry January basically is an internal thing within the drinking community. Say if it was developed by like Lacroix. Yeah, if it was developed by Lacroix or like just, I don't know, like Joel Osteen's mega church or something. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that's being evil because they're trying to take business away for right some other purpose, mm-hmm. which is usually garnering their own business. Right. Yeah, I agree with that. But it wasn't. It was kind of organic, as far as I know. Yeah, it's it's more or less organic, and it's just like I, I believe it's like an internal marketing thing mm-hmm. to make to make alcohol look less evil on its own, right? Because alcohol is a drug. Let's mm-hmm. not forget that it is. Yes, <laughs> yes, it is. So if they can market things outward to make you know drinking communities not look total shitty, right? Of like. Yeah, a lot of people drink, but they take at least one month off. <laughs> it's okay to not do this every day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So our next question, and this comes from the beer subreddit once again, uh, and uh, this username is way too apropos for this. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's marketing, <laughs> but I'm going to go with it anyways. But this comes from the Montana Brewery Shop. Okay. And their question is, what is your favorite piece of brewery swag? Ah. Uh. So it's yeah, this is like it's not it's not necessarily marketing, but it's market research. Yes. So yeah, they they want to know what people love so they too can produce what mm-hmm. people love. Yes. What is my favorite piece of brewery swag? I don't know. I just like hats cuz I'm fat and I'm big. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm a giant person, so like <laughs> in all directions. Nobody, yeah, nobody, yeah, exactly, <laughs> up and out. <laughs> so like nobody really produces good, like wearable material for me. Mm-hmm. Even hats are fucking rough because I got a big head. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the uh, at the snapback on your on your hat here. Yeah, yeah you're running out of options. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is it, I'm a I'm a one or a two kind of guy on a snapback. So <laughs> so for me, I. Uh, there is one shirt that I, I picked up recently and I really like wearing mm-hmm. uh, from Necromancer. Yeah. Because uh, I really like the artwork on it. Yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah. Anything with good artwork is fun. Yes. It, yeah. It's it's good artwork, and especially when it's artwork from somebody who is has a connection to that brewery and is local mm-hmm. as well. Right. And Necromancer is checking all those boxes. Yeah. It wasn't just made by a firm. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, shout out to Necromancer. They have uh, some of my best brewery swag. Cool. Cool. Yeah, I, I mean, I'd agree with it. I'd definitely buy their stuff if they had anything that fit me, mm-hmm. and I had money for that kind of shit. But <laughs> <laughs> well, once we start getting that blue chew money, <laughs> or me undies, or hey blue chew, <laughs> <laughs> we'll hawk your shit. Yeah, I don't care. Everybody needs boner pills. <laughs> people without boners, people who want boners, people who want better boners. How about NFT boners? No, because you can't touch them. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, gross. Yeah. All right. The last one's from our beer. Um, This comes from Zerbius, I believe is the name. Sure. Zerbius. Uh, And it's not really a question, but more of an inquiry, Mm -hmm. Uh, more of a statement, sort of a, hey, you do this for me. Recommend me a universal cooking beer. Oh. A beer that you can use for all of your cooking. Oh, all of your cooking. Yes. Yes. Now, as some uh, some may know, Steve, you know, knows his way around the kitchen. A little bit. And he knows his way around beers and cooking with beers. And obviously, with certain recipes, you're going to use certain types of beers. Yeah. But he's looking for one. He's looking for his Highlander beer. I mean, honestly, it's really hard to just go outside of 
like light lager, mm-hmm. you know, because light lager works with it's it's so neutral. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to get into that just piss water, you know, just water kind of debate, but it's the closest thing. It is. It's so close to just being water, and because it's macro produce, mm-hmm. you know, I wouldn't even get into like a light lager from a, a local brewery. You just stick with you know macro light lager because the flavor profile is so neutralized mm-hmm. to be accessible to everybody. Yes, you know it, it is meant to hit the top of the bell curve <laughs> and then go down the sides. <laughs> so things things with other flavors is not you know. And there is something else to be said about the macro side of things is consistency. Yeah, you will always have the same beer no matter where in the country you buy it. Yeah, that too. So it's it, you know if your recipe changes, it's because of you, not because of the beer. <laughs> right, you screwed up. <laughs> right, you added too much salt. <laughs> I would say though that you know other flavor profiles you can get into that would be not uh, not too too harsh, like a Hellas. Mm-hmm. Like Hellas beers should be pretty easy to use, and I want to say Ambers, but I don't think they're great for fish. They're just a, they're they're just dark enough to be too malty for some fishes, mm-hmm. but you know they could also be good for like fish fries. Oh well, fish fries you could do. Yeah, yeah, yeah for making a beer batter, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But I think if it's more of a direct contact, okay. Yeah, I I like the idea of going going with a light lager with the on, especially on the macro side. I my when I looked at this question, my initial thought was a wheat beer. But then I realized that it's probably not going to be heavy enough to, you know, get into some of your your like your stews and stuff like that, where you typically would use a a porter or a stout or something like that. Yeah, I think it would be. I don't want to say delicate, but I don't think it would have enough horsepower behind it to do anything worthwhile. Yeah, it's that's the thing is like if you're looking to impart flavor, mm-hmm. you have to pick something that is for the dish. Correct. You know, you're you're bringing up like stews, chilies, mm-hmm. those are all served really great by darker beers. Right. By like Belgian triples, you can put some, you know, extra funk on your chili if you need to. <laughs> Which, I mean, it's, it might not be the worst idea because no. depending on what you're putting into your chili, you could be, you know, making a little bit of a funky chili with like some funky cheese in there mm-hmm. and you match it with the beer that goes into uh, it. I might be making chili this weekend now. Yeah, see? <laughs> Um, you know, but also like stouts and porters go for that. Mm-hmm. But then like lighter dishes for again back to fish, like a wheat beer would be fine. It would. Mm-hmm. You know, if you can find a clovey hefeweizen. Oh, they're out there. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm I'm not suggesting a banana hefeweizen, but a clovey hefeweizen mm-hmm. for your fish for like a, a white fish. Yeah. 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 But I think I think we have to go with the macro. Yeah, you just go and macro because it's the most neutral. It's no, it's <laughs> and you don't care about wasting it. That too. <laughs> you know, it, it's not so bad. And wasting, of course, is a bit of a relative term. Uh, when I say waste, I mean not drink. Because you're still using it, you know, as it's supposed to be used, consumed. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not just out there just watering your lawn with it. Right. Yeah, yeah. You're not, yeah. <laughs> you're not just throwing it away, but it right. is, yeah, it, it, it will not be missed as much. <laughs> Correct. Correct. Yeah. Once it's out of the fridge, that's okay. Yeah, and if, you, and if the recipe only calls for half a can, drink the other half. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah, that's an that's an easy one to drink the other half. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't you don't have to be high and mighty about your beer on that one. Right. So, 
That's how you play. Nobody asked you. Hell yeah. I think we won. I won. No, I won. Yeah, but then we both won, so. That's right. Team effort. Yeah. Go team us. Yeah. We have to come back to this beer. Sure do. We have to come back to this Guinness. What was it? Mint chocolate? The mint chocolate bourbon barrel. Who's the Wetsters? I didn't like it. I didn't love it. <laughs> <laughs> it was very important for me that I got to love it, but I didn't love it. Did you like it? Yeah, I like it. It's fine. It still like drinks like a 10% bourbon barrel aged stout. Mm. But my thing is it's probably going lower on the list of like all the other bourbon barrel aged stouts that are out there. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, it, it's just like the mint doesn't add enough mm-hmm. for you, for me, and the barrel covers up too much of the mint and it causes this like fighting dichotomy of flavor that just makes other bourbon barrels better and well and i think part of the other other side of that is number one i'm not a mint fan in my beer to begin with Mm -hmm. but mint and you know when especially you get into a hot barrel barrel aged yeah that's both kind of a very pointed flavor yeah and they are both fighting for that same space yeah you know if one was mellow and one was pointed it would work but they're not yeah, and and the other thing, it's just it's just this triangle of flavors that don't work mm-hmm. because if you think about it, mint julep, yeah, aha, yes, mint julep is a proof that whiskey and mint go really well together. Mm-hmm. I do enjoy a good mint uh, mint julep from time to time. Right. So the, that I mean, it's proof that those flavors work, but then you're adding the chocolatiness of a stout mm-hmm. is what comes in the conflict with that flavor pairing working well so you could yeah doesn't work you could probably produce like a strong ale mm-hmm. yeah you know, uh that would be like mint and bourbon aged bourbon barrel aged okay you yeah. could probably do that as like a strong ale and get like a mint julep i know there's mint julep beers out there yeah 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 i think i think the one i don't know if we've had it on the show but the one that comes to mind, I believe, was by Flying Dog. Okay. But that wasn't barrel aged. It was just like they attempted mm-hmm. the they attempted the flavor. And good on them. Yeah, yeah. Because they had that cocktail series. Yes. Of a whole bunch of other ones. So yeah, it's just uh, it's just a matter of I don't think the yeah this this flavor triangle triangle didn't work. <laughs> That's fair. And and for me, it was never going to work because it's mint chocolate. Right. No. And and, and I, I yeah, it just wasn't gonna work. Yeah. So I think it's time for us to go to the old uh, what you call her, the old uh, podium, the old, old podium. Mm, dust that thing off. It's been a minute. Mm-hmm. I'll go. I'll go first this time. Sure. Uh, no surprise. What's gonna be in the bronze medal position? This mint chocolate by Guinness. Yeah, uh, I had just talked about it. I don't like mint chocolate to begin with, and it wasn't enough of a flavor for me to change anything because there are times where there are beers that I know I'm not going to like and then I get pleasantly surprised. This is not the case. This was mint and chocolate and stout. <sighs> didn't didn't enjoy it. I'm sorry. Guinness, you have other beers that I enjoy and I will enjoy, but this one wasn't it. In the silver medal position, uh, I'm going to go with the Smithix. Good beer. Uh, right down the middle. Nice drinker. This will be a good one on, on March 17th. Have two or three. It'll be okay. If you want to swap it out from, from a Guinness or a couple of cocktails, if you're choosing, yeah, grab a Smithix. It's still Irish. It's still okay. 
<laughs> it's still Irish. It's still okay. <laughs> In the context of St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> I love that. I just love the idea of like that's old world propaganda. <laughs> it's Irish, but it's okay. <laughs> but, but, and the big difference. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. But in the gold medal position, I'm going to go Southern Tier with their Irish Cream Stout. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed this one. I, I liked what they did with that. Uh, it is not the end-all, be-all, but I liked what they did with it. I liked that they you know attempted it. Come July, I'm not going to like it. <laughs> but right now, when there's still some snow on the ground and you know, kind of looking forward to not having snow on the ground, yeah, I liked it. I, I would drink it again. There you go. Yeah. Steve, thoughts? Uh, perhaps surprisingly, uh, same. <laughs> okay. All yeah. right. Uh, yeah, the Guinness mint chocolate stout didn't hit what I wanted it to. And because it didn't have enough mint flavor and because it just probably shouldn't have been barrel aged. Mm -hmm. Like there was just a gimmick to charge more for it. <laughs> um, yeah, because of all that, it, it just came out not as enjoyable, you know? You'd expect that one to win with me, but no. There, there's just other better bourbon barrel beers out there. Mm -hmm. There's other better mint beers out there. You know, there's just a whole bunch of other better out there. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, my 2022 resolution, which do not hold me to because <laughs> I, can't I can't be bothered to remember, is I'm going to try more often to recognize simple style beers mm -hmm. as more of, like, a, a C-grade like, like, so the Smittix is going to be silver, right? Mm -hmm. So it didn't do anything wrong. Right. But the mint chocolate did wrong. I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, mint chocolate gets bronze and Smittix gets silver just by keeping its hands at 10 and 2. <laughs> <laughs> it stayed in its lane. Yeah. It didn't do anything. It didn't, it didn't try to go out of its way. Right. It wasn't shooting for gold. And so it gets silver by not trying to be. <laughs> <laughs> but that makes complete sense. Yeah. I sense. understand exactly what you're yeah, saying. Yeah. yeah I, I think a lot of people get what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, yeah. Smittix is, is totally fine drinker. And it's just, yeah, something you can have whenever. It doesn't mm -hmm. have to be St. Patrick's Day, but right. I am going to give gold though to the Southern Tier Irish Cream. I like this beer. I like a lot of the things that they attempt with this. I like the fact that the flavor profile does work. Mm-hmm. I wish there was a little bit more coffee, but otherwise it smells like I, it smells like cheap cheap Bailey's, <laughs> which is fine, you know. And it 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 has a nice creamy finish to it. It has you know a nice creamy flavor profile, and it achieves that while still being under seven percent because it's only five eight. So, like you can put a number of these down as long as that doesn't blow your palate up, right? So yeah, I think it's a wholly enjoyable beer, especially for the season. Buy a six pack. You can enjoy it throughout March. You know, you, it's good. So, yeah, I, I, I like what they did, and I like that they did something that wasn't a fucking 10%. You yeah. Know. It, <laughs> it, yeah, not not everything, you know, in the stout realm has to go 12 and a half and, you know, put you down for the night. Right. It does. It didn't have to be a 10% nitro <laughs> re release four-pack that you only can buy. Right. Not, not saying we don't enjoy those. No, no. Can and have. No, those are fine. It's just nice knowing that Southern Tier can do not that as well. Yes. <laughs> still. <laughs> it's like, can you still do regular beer, guys? You can make beer that you can drink two of. Yeah, more or less. <laughs> we yeah. can still do that more or less. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, uh, 
I'm glad to see that we're back on the same page here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. It all works out. Um, with that though, mm. uh, we'll be doing something else next week. We'll have a guest. We will. So we won't be on the same page. We'll just be drinking catches cash can. <laughs> <laughs> so stay tuned for that. But in the meantime, if you want to follow us on social media, all you have to do is search Hop Nation USA. That'll get you Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And if you want to listen to brand new episodes of the Hop Nation USA podcast every Friday, as you should, then search Hop Nation USA in your favorite podcatcher like Spotify, Pandora, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, anything that starts in pod, ends in cast. We're on all of those. And if you're on any of those platforms that allow you to leave a five-star review, please do because... We are a six-gutter cat show, but they only let us use five. (laughs) And that's a bigger crime than me putting all of that NFT knowledge into Adam's brain and he has nowhere to do anything with it. (laughs) I can't spit it back out. Yeah. (laughs) I can't regurgitate it. I can't fucking (laughs) do anything with it. I don't want to buy anything with it. It's just there now. Yeah. It's just a black spot in my brain that already has brain fog. <laughs> well, that's the thing. The, the fog had lifted. Then you throw this trash bag in there. Right, yeah. The fog lifts and I <laughs> shovel garbage in. <laughs> you made all that space. I don't. I just don't get it. Yeah. Well, it's not for you to get. No, it's not. <laughs> it's just for me to just be mad about and see the ill effects on the environment. Yes. Well, it's, it's for everybody to be. Everybody should be mad about it, but... We are a world of buffoons. So that's your bright spot for the <laughs> evening. <laughs> Hope you have a good day. Yeah. Hope you enjoy the rest of your weekend if you're listening on a Friday as you should. But yeah, we'll be back next week. We'll have a guest. Talk some beer with a new person that we haven't had on the show before. That's something to look forward to. We good times. Looking yeah. forward to it. Yeah. And until then, don't buy NFTs. <laughs> <laughs>